Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is the 16th of March. We are on our way to St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. And I found out from Liam uh, years ago that we have been making corned beef all this time and they don't make it in Ireland. They go to a pub and they have beer. And I'm like, well, corned beef is alive and well in the U.S. So I have a friend who I grew up with in Chicago, went to grade school with her, or high school it was that I met her. And she was kind of surprised by that fact yesterday. And she said, well, we kind of make it like all month long at home. And I said, yeah, but you were in Chicago. And her parents spoke Gaelic, not English for the most part. And and all these roots to St. Patrick's Day in Chicago because they have a huge Irish Catholic neighborhood. And I I just thought, well, why don't you come over? She's here in town from um, on a business trip. And I said, why don't you come over for some corned beef? And we got into that whole conversation. But anyway, I'm having it tomorrow. It's just the way it is. And maybe it's an American Irish tradition. Let's see. Now, today... This show, I wrote up the show in the morning, so I have to tell you a little bit about how this show came about. I'm like, what am I going to write about tomorrow? And sometimes I'll do shows all a week in advance, and other times I'm like, day to day, it just depends. And I literally just typed faith versus fact. And I thought, faith, faith versus fact, that's an interesting title, because you've got to know what it's like being inheriting Christ. And for me, it's not a question of faith or fact, but when you hear him or things just come out of you and you look and you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That goes on all day in my brain and in my world. And sometimes I'll think something and then I'll see it. Sometimes I'll see something and it'll give me insight. And very few times, but it does happen, I cannot read a moment. And I don't realize how much I read into a moment, like how much I can see, until that's cut off. So it's getting like more fine-tuned. It's getting bigger. I'm getting faster. And it has taken a long time because here there are so many distractions. 
and then we have ego, and then we have all this other negative stuff that can just walk in and look super positive. We get excited. We jump on board, and then we're like, you know, I knew better. That was too good to be true. And we start having that conversation with ourselves. So after I wrote up this show, there's a commercial on TV uh, with a show called Tamarind Hall that's on in L.A. at 1, 1 p.m., till I think 2 p.m. on Channel 7. So I'm like, well, i got to watch that show. And it just brought people from different religions and talking about what they think. And one of the guys, he's a singer, and he just won a Grammy, and his name is Lecrae. And he said he just wrote a book about his own personal journey of faith. And he said, "I, I just felt so much farther ahead than church. And I thought, yeah, that's cool. I get that. Because when you go and you start thinking, but wait a minute, how do I apply that? Wait a minute, how do I apply that? You're not cutting up the church. You're just trying to find an answer. We're all just trying to find an answer. We just want to feel like we feel good. So then... I, after writing up the show and seeing that, I said, well, that's in the air. Whatever that is, we're thinking it. Why do we have faith? A lot of us saw how faith works this year. Some of us got mad at our faith because somebody died in our family or we lost people. But that's not a reason to lose faith. That's a reason to gain it because in order to deal with losing someone, knowing that they really are going back somewhere, not somewhere foreign to them, somewhere known to them. Earth is what's foreign to us. We can't figure this stuff out. If Earth were home-home, we would know what we're doing. We would have that, that endless stream of knowledge that I felt with Christ. And then the minute Christ was gone, I'm like, Whoa, wait, where, where, where did you go? Come back. I want to know that. But it wasn't meant for me to know it. It was meant for me to know it existed. But here, we're here to figure stuff out. So once we get that in our brain, the only thing we've got to bridge that gap between us and home is believing that this isn't the end all. God is not invested in us believing in him God is invested in us believing in bigger, believing in love. Because God knows we're going back and we're going to figure all this out the minute we do. But here, how do we keep that engine going? I asked the question and I said, so I'm writing about faith versus fact. What about it? Like, what do you want me to say? I looked up faith. Why do we have faith? And As though I didn't know. But no, there's things we need to know. We need to believe, just like in our dreams. We cannot see everything. And that's what faith is a reminder of. And we have science. But without the faith that we have science and we can research and we can learn and we can discover We're not going to discover, research, or learn. 
It was never a question of either or. Ever. We created that. Created that. You have to have one to have the other. It's like saying, I have a kid, but I'm not going to love it. I have a job, but I'm going to hate it. None of that makes sense. So Christ put it out there. Is it faith or fact? The fact is that we need the faith to do anything else we think we are going to do here. If a scientist did not have faith, he would find an answer. He would not do the research. Faith isn't just about God. We're the ones who turned that pretzel into a pretzel. God is love. And when we love the thoughts we have in our head, when we nurture the things that we call dreams, but really they're just what we came here to do, we can't do it without that fuel, that foresight that interest, that love. We just can't do it. Why would we? We wouldn't be interested enough to do it. Faith is you, the deepest part of you. It's that part that sometimes feels hard to get to, yet the one day I will. I don't have time now. I'm too busy getting what I want. When what you want is to have the faith to do the stuff that you want to do. And then we wonder why we feel lost. We wonder why we feel that empty feeling like, wow, nothing goes right for me. I don't know what went wrong. This never works out. Because we didn't take the time to figure out what feels right and what doesn't because sometimes things kind of feel right but they really aren't right like you're like yeah you know i'm about 50 50 on that oh that's not your deal then 50 50 isn't good enough it's just not there you know it we know it we don't want to sometimes but we do know it Faith is the original us. We are born with it. We wouldn't love without it. We have faith that the world is good when we're born. We have faith that we're going to be okay. We have faith that we're going to make it. Faith is past belief. Belief is like so far behind it can't even catch up to faith. Because faith is what we do. Belief is a decision. Belief is a decision. Choose to believe or not. You choose to feel that feeling. Like, yeah, I believe that. Choice. 
I'm going to do that. Faith. Faith is the part of us that moves and shakes our world. They say religion has nothing to do with science. Science is factual-based, and you talk to some scientists, and they'll be like, there cannot be a God. We're the ones discovering everything. And then I used to think prior to this conversation, well, if you're discovering everything, the stuff's already there. You're just finding it. Doesn't that blow your mind how a molecule works or how an atom moves? Or how we can heal our bodies by just knowing how our blood works or how our cells regenerate? And yet there's more to come? Where do you think that's coming from? I remember thinking prior to seeing Christ, when someone can duplicate an egg or duplicate a human, or have a, a human born outside of another human. Yeah, we have the little dishes, and we, but we have to implant. It has to go through another human being. How could we not have faith in science together? The fact is that faith-driven behavior, belief that this exists and we're going to find it, are one and the same. When we separated the two, we separated us as people. Oh, those are all the softies. Those are the people who believe everything is okay. They just can't see the real world. Everything is not okay. And they look for everything that's not working, and they will prove to you that everything is not okay. They'll prove to you why you can't do this. They'll give you so many reasons that you get overwhelmed, you feel defeated, you get depressed because those feelings are so heavy. It takes a lot of energy to discount the face you feel. And then you have to kind of smash it down and keep it down. No, I don't believe in that. We're so invested. There's no God. And I'm like, it's not really about God. God's not worried if you care or not or if you believe or not. God knows you're here to learn. Make your choices, your big choices on other things. Figure out what you're passionate about and kind of do that while you're here. Keep yourself busy with it because you came here to learn that. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. I love you anyway, no matter what you do, even if you come to earth and sleep the whole time and die and come back. Still love you. And if you go out and you change the world and you do whatever it is you can't help yourself from doing, still love you. When you come back, still welcome. There's nowhere else for you to go. You're coming back just how it is and if anyone can tell you that it can be someone and I know there's people like me around the world who've seen what I saw who've seen what I saw and the reason we saw it is to tell people that we saw it it's there it's real nobody made up Jesus or Christ 
Nobody made up the prophets. That's like in a hundred years, somebody saying, I made this up. But I'm here to say, how in God's name did I write a book? I never planned on writing a book. Yet the minute I started writing these words, after I saw Christ, I knew it was a book. I knew. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I knew what it was. And a part of me didn't want to do it while I was alive. I thought, I'll just write these papers and put them in a desk drawer, never thinking how much it was going to be. And when I die, someone will find it, and then they could put it together. That doesn't happen. I wanted that to be the case because I didn't have faith in myself. I had faith in what I saw. I had faith in what I knew. I was learning to have faith in what I was writing once I figured out what it meant. I knew it felt good to write it. But I believed that the way it started healing my brain and my heart and my world, everything from the way I slept to the way I ate to the way I took care of my kids to the way I talked to people to the way I looked at people, my faith came alive. That love of life came alive. That, that feeling of wanting to find out more, dumb myself down and accept it and feel like, well, at least I know what to do when I've already done something instead of wanting to learn something new. People who don't have faith don't feel good and they spend half of their waking time trying to prove to themselves why they don't need it. When someone who has it doesn't waste their time on why or why not, they're busy doing it. But no matter what someone discovers, the minute they start talking about faith and they look at it as weakness, they think they're choosing strength. And then they want to tell us why we're following, we're following something that's not true. And then we wonder why we're not celebrating. We never really celebrate things that don't involve part of a dream, that don't involve that injection of love of how much bigger we really are than what we accept. And it doesn't mean we have to go out and find the answer to cancer. just means you wake up, you pull that best part of you out, and you live with that person. If we can't learn to live with our best self, who will? And we can't do that without the faith that we can do that. In this past year with this whole COVID Lockdown, illness, passings of so many people we love. We found out that stuff didn't matter much, did it? No matter how much we had, there was no one to show it off to. 
clothes, not your car, not you were just in your house. And the only thing we could do that didn't hurt us was go outside and walk or hike or go to an ocean or ride a bike. All of a sudden, home became where the heart is. People started cooking after not cooking for years. People started sitting with their children, and it was a huge challenge in the beginning. We weren't used to teaching our children or used to the school doing that. We weren't used to being with our kids all day long. And all of a sudden, we're like, wow, our kid is really smart. Holy cow, look at what they figured out. Oh, my kid learns better in a situation in a classroom. Mine learns better at home. Mine is more individualistic. Mine isn't. Mine likes people. Mine gets overwhelmed with people. They never knew any of that prior. They have faith in them. They have more faith in their children today than they did before the pandemic. And children have more faith in their parents today than they did before the pandemic. Only because they've spent more time together. They know each other. It's kind of interesting, right? They know each other, though they didn't, but they didn't. Even our kids that went away to school, they're concerned for their parents. Like, hey, be careful. Hey, are you okay? Hey, mask up if you need to when you're in a crowd. You don't need to when you're out walking around by yourself. But we learn to be logical. We learn to balance. We learn to stop listening to the news. It was so negative. And there was a time when I couldn't get away from the news because I kept wanting things that weren't true, whatever they were. I kept wanting those things to be brought to light. It was like I was desperate to hear anything true at that point. Because I wanted to have faith. I wanted to have faith that the world at least knew what it was doing. At the very least. Because when I looked up faith, I got things like religion has nothing to do with science. Well, religion is a life choice on how to live. But above religion is faith. Religion is a choice. Faith is a feeling. Because to have religion, you have to have faith that something exists. To research science, you have to have faith that something exists. To raise your children, you have to have faith you're doing a good enough job to produce a human being who can live their life in the best way you can give them. And a lot of stories behind successful people wasn't money. It was love. Great if you have both, but if you had to choose, 
Love one. It's not a matter of whether or not we believe in God. That's a distraction. That's like ego coming in and saying, well, why don't you fight about this over here so that you can't tap in to faith, which is literally the opposite of doubt. Faith is not about devotion where you're, you know, undyingly going to believe no matter what anyone tells you that way of life. You, you'll question, you'll say, hey, wait a minute, why do we have to do this for God? Like, what does that matter? Some tell you you've got to cover your hair, you've got to eat this kind of food, or you've got to behave this kind of way. But religion really just congregated people who had something in common other than family to be together. A sense of community that had the kind of rules that everyone understood. They're laid out, they're talked about, you all live that way, and you're happy. But without that strong conviction that faith gives us, we don't have the motivation to do anything. On that show, they they had like an um, American woman in Texas who became Muslim and started wearing the scarf. And she said, you know, I waited for my family to get over it once I did it. But the bottom line was I did it because I was living this nightlife. It felt like a very dark atmosphere. I was a photographer of celebrities. I was up all night, asleep all day. And I wanted something so structured that it helped me stay on course. So she chose Islam, being Muslim. She chose that from being a Baptist. And she said, I really didn't even know enough about my own religion, but I knew people who were Muslim. And I knew that they had some some really strict lifestyle, I want to say cultural ways, And I made a choice to live them because I needed to have something that structured so that I can plug myself in here and plug myself out of where she was, basically. And the first show I did, well, one of the first, it was I think the second, the first one never got publicized as much, was a show called The Defining Moment. And the defining moment for me was actually not only having faith, but seeing, seeing. Because now my other senses are involved, right? I'm, I'm, I'm staring it right in the face, staring at me. Well, actually, Christ wasn't staring at me. His eyes were closed, almost like a slumber. Someone wrote me a whole long paper about how my story did not resonate with her because when I saw Christ, his eyes were closed and that never happened. And I'm like, okay, but that's what happened. I don't know what to tell you. 
I don't mean to hurt your feelings. I don't mean to take away from you. Well, then why did you write me in the way that you did? I don't write people and tell them what they experienced wasn't what they experienced because I have faith in them. There isn't one way to God. There's every way to God. As many people as there are, there's a ways to God. It's not about God alone. Faith is our natural selves. When someone puts us down, they're crushing our faith. When we allow others to crush it, we don't activate it. We don't put it into motion. But if you just sat today and said, I do have faith. How can I use my faith to build my world? You just woke up a sleeping giant. You guys, I love you so very much. There's only 32 seconds left to the show. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.